You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode 96. There's so many people that you can help in this business. And um, it's just a matter of putting in the time, getting in front of enough people. And I think, you know, you're going to get a deal. It's just a matter of time. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome to another episode here on Wholesaling Inks, brought to you by Investor Grit. My name is Cody Hoffheim. I will be today's host. And today we have an amazing story. In fact, some of these things are so new for even me to hear. It like just when you think you've heard everything there is about wholesaling. You'll have a student call in and share their story like, holy smokes, I've never heard this before. So unique. So today we have uh, a gentleman by the name of Anthony Muffy. He's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and he started wholesaling just in February. So not too long ago. So just a few short months he's been doing this. He's married, has two kids. He's already closed six deals. Now, the best part about this, these six deals have paid him so far $92,000. If you kind of do that by the six months that he's been doing it, that's almost $15,000 a month just in wholesaling, doing super well. Now, even better is he's doing this part-time. He only does about 10 hours a week as he works a full-time job. And so this is going to be very inspiring to each one of you that are listening today. Rhino Nation, I want you to get a pad of paper. I want you to get a pencil down or a pen, and I want you to jot down these notes because I know there's so many people out there that work the nine to five, and they're wondering, how do I do this? Can I make this work? This is the podcast for you. This is the one you want to listen to over and over again because he's going to share gold nuggets that you can implement today so that you can be successful and be one step closer to your first deal or second deal or whatever deal it may be that you're on or just walking away from that nine to five job. So let's bring on Anthony Muffy. Uh, Anthony, how you doing, my man? Doing great, Cody. Great to be here. It's an honor. It is exciting. I sit here and I'm looking at like just my show notes of introduction of who you are, all about you. Like this is this is something pretty unique. The fact that you can work 10 hours a week, you've done six deals that have closed so far, paid you $92,000. You have two more that are going to be closing that'll bring in another 25,000. Like this is this is big stuff and you're not putting in that many hours each week to receive this kind of money. That is that's is absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's been it's been amazing. I mean, joining the tribe and just taking the instruction that you guys have given has been it's just been gold for me. Well, I can tell you it also comes down to you the student. You have taken massive action and I've absolutely loved that. So let's kind of fill us in a little bit maybe about your background, what you do. You say you do work a like a 9 to 5. Let us know a little bit about that. Fill us in about what uh, what you do and why it is you only do this about 10 hours a week. Yeah, sure. So I've been building houses here in Pittsburgh for the last 14 years. Uh, I work for a builder and, um, you know, just really enjoy my job. I like the new construction aspect. I like working with customers. 
And um, it's really a great job for me. And it's something I want to continue doing. And, um, you know, me and the wife are both working and both, uh, you know, doing well, have a nice house, have nice cars, you know, but at the end of the month, we really just feel like, you know, just kind of living paycheck to paycheck a little bit, never really getting that far ahead with things. And so, you know, really, when we sat down and just talked about what we wanted to do moving forward for our children, uh, we both really decided that it was best if my wife stayed home with the kids and just provided, you know, that extra care that uh, that she can do. And we felt that would be best for our family. So we looked at wholesaling to provide some extra income for us. And joining the tribe really got things started in the right direction. That is awesome. So I love the fact that you're sharing some of this uh some of the over and above just real estate stuff or just wholesaling stuff is the fact that it meant so much to you to have your wife be at home and do what she does best and be a mom and, and help raise your two kids. Like that's uh that is awesome stuff. I'm that's, that's, that's good to share with our listeners because a lot of people are looking themselves for exactly what it is that they want to do in their, their own life. So that's, that's awesome that you give that side of it as well. Cause wholesaling has ultimately, led you to where your wife can be at home full time, which is, which is super cool to help you uh, achieve your goals as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's been, it's been great in that regard. So let's kind of deep dive a deal. It looks like you have plenty to deep dive, but I know just talking before we started this podcast, which one we're going to deep dive. And I, I think it's the right one so that you can inspire people. But <laughs> I sit here and chuckle and smile because how this all went together and and the chances of coming across the seller that you come across in this deal is so like once in a lifetime that this is going to be absolutely awesome to uh, to share your story, to let people know that you just never know where you're going to get your next deal from. So let's kind of deep dive uh, right from the get-go, maybe talk about if this was like a direct mail, if it was a bandit sign, what's your marketing form? And then uh, if it was like direct mail, what list were you mailing to to get this lead? Okay, great. Yeah, this was this was a direct mail campaign that I started. And this came off of a high equity list. And really just uh, some of the new criteria that you guys provided with the tribe really helped to define this one seller and a really unique situation. So got the call from a lady and um, real chatty lady just couldn't get her to stop talking. I mean you know, talk about going through the script and asking questions. I barely had to ask this lady anything. She she basically laid it all on the line for me. Are you sure out. you weren't talking to Tom Kroll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, he can talk. He can talk. <laughs> but yeah, this, this one here, it just, it was all right in front of me. I knew instantly that the plan that she was in, I knew the area was a great area, uh, really gone up in value a lot over the last few years. And so, you know, I knew that, that the ARVs were really high in this particular area. So got to look at the house. I was just amazed at how, how nice the house was. It was really a custom built home in a very affluent neighborhood. So not your typical wholesale deal. I mean, these people were not what you would classify a motivated seller. They were actually very wealthy individuals, had a lot of money, had, um, had another house built across town that was much bigger, much nicer. But this one here was just kind of a house that they didn't need anymore. And they had they had moved out of it about three months ago, just let it sit there, you know, really just hadn't given it much thought. And so when they got the postcard, they called me. I went out, you know, they were asking about 350 for the house. Okay. Um, started 
start the negotiating process. Now, and, with um, this in sight, if it, it let's say they start at three fifty, like already when you went to the house, did you already know like when this was fixed up? You you said what would this be worth when it was all fixed up? Yeah, the ARVs in that area were about six hundred. Six hundred, and so they're already almost fifty percent of what ARV of a home like brought up to like all the new fancy looks fixed up and, and modernized almost 50% of that already with this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as she said three fifty, I knew I had to get out there right away and, and get this thing under contract because this area was just smoking hot and I knew it was going to be a deal for sure. So, yeah, so you're talking also a little bit, maybe a background about this, this couple Mainly you booked this appointment just because the price already sounded great because really there was, it didn't, like you said, it, it didn't sound like there was much motivation. Like, hey, we're not behind on taxes. We're not behind on our mortgage. We have plenty of money. We're wealthy people. In fact, we're building a brand new, bigger, better, sweeter house across the town. So this is like already getting to be that much more interesting because so many times we think it just has to be motivation. It just has to be someone that is behind on taxes or behind on their mortgage. But this is clearly a story where these people had plenty of money. It sounds like it was just, they reached out to you for, for some reason, I guess we'll kind of find it out. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. I mean, the reason they just didn't want to list it with a realtor, they didn't want to have showing. They didn't want all the neighbors poking around and nebbing through their house. They were really just kind of very private individuals. And so they knew that if they sold it to me, that it was a done deal. They wouldn't have to go and show it all these times and have everybody looking through their house. So it was mainly about a convenience factor for them more than anything. And so, um, you know, I built that trust with them, uh, started the negotiation process. You know, I came in uncomfortably low, like you guys teach us, you know, started at 260. And, you know, of course, right away, they're like, oh, we could never take 260. and and then. You know, the brother-in-law was there and he's like, 260, if you're going to sell for 260, I'm going to buy it. You know, and then we, we had to go back and forth. I had to get the brother-in-law to leave. And finally, got it under contract for 290. 290. Uh, was, yeah. Well, hold on. Let's kind of lead up to this because this, so they start at 350 and then you kind of do the whole entire start a little bit lower and start your negotiation, work your way. Hey, I might be able to do 260. You work it up to the point where you can get where it's a win-win 290. Now, I want like our listeners to really listen to this. Like this is so key. These individuals, they had money, but there's three things. And, and Tom talks about this quite a bit as well that I think yeah, yeah. brings the truth is he talks about there's three things that come to like a sell of a home and that's speed, convenience, and money or price. And you can't have all three. You can have two. What two do you want? And this is a perfect scenario where speed and convenience were the two that these individuals selected. They were willing to sacrifice or give away some of the equity for the fact that you could provide speed and convenience. And those are the two of the three options that they picked. So speed, convenience, and price, they went for speed and convenience. And because of that, you were able to get your price. You put it under contract at 290. Man, oh man, like we're getting to this so quick, but... From there, what did the process look like? You you put it under contract. What did you do right after that? Was this something that you already had, you already knew like investors that would be screaming over this or what did that look like? Well, I, I went in, went ahead and sent it out to my cash buyers list and I had a showing 
And, you know, I had about six people there. But, you know, when they all saw it, it was just tough because not a lot of guys here had the kind of cash to put it together and put another 100000 into it. So first showing came and went, didn't have any offers, um, had another showing the following weekend. You know, at that point, I had called some additional uh, cash buyers that I'd reached out to a couple in the area that I knew that I knew like this particular area. So at that showing, I had four different buyers and um, right there on the spot, one of the guys wanted to offer me 315 for it. And I said, you know, that's a great offer. Uh, let me think about it. And, you know, I said, go ahead and send me an email. Just let me know later tonight what your highest and best offer is. Cause I have a few buyers here that are interested. Uh-huh. And so I didn't, I didn't take that offer right away. And, you know, and what were you kind of, asking kind of at this waited. point? Like, what were you asking for um, the cash buyers? I was asking 335. 335. Okay. Yeah. So he came in low, he came in at 315. And then, so I said, you know, let me wait till all the offers come in. So I got a call later that night and one of the ladies that was there just loved the area, actually wanted to move into the house. And she said, look, I'm not playing games here. I'm not going to do this whole negotiating thing. Here's my offer. It's 345. Let's get this done. Oh, wait. So <laughs> I was sitting here like, like uh, listening attentively and then I had to like really think. So you're asking 335. This particular buyer wants it for their own home. And now they're like, hey, let's not play the games. I want this and I'm going to prove I want it and offered you 10,000 more than what you're even asking. That's right. That's right. Now I'm doing the math and correct me if I am wrong on this. Now, did you go forward? Did you move forward with this offer? Absolutely. Yeah. We went ahead and uh, got the escrow deposit the following days, got the $5,000 earnest money and uh, started the title work right away. Holy smoke. So my math on this is you got it under contract for 290. You have this inspection period where the buyers go out. You find a buyer that wants it and she's saying, I'm not playing around. I want it. 345. That is a $55,000 assignment. That's right. My man, hold on because you know it's coming. All right. So we've got another rock star rhino that put forth a lot of effort. Go out, meet this individual because you can tell by the price, hey, they're motivated. They just want to get out of it. They don't want the traditional sales. They probably could have, my guess, listed it for more than what you were paying them by quite a bit. But they don't care. They didn't need the money. That is like the most interesting story that these people were like loaded. These people were rich individuals, but it wasn't about money. It was about how convenient you made it for them. I know one person's looking at the house and doing it. That's it. There are private people that don't want people walking through their house. That's why I love this business so much because people always aren't looking for the highest and best price. That's just the truth of it. And a lot of times There's people that don't want to have people that have access to their home with a lockbox and they can go through it whenever they want to show the property. And there's going to be so many people walking through. Like, I think this is absolutely amazing and why everyone needs to be thinking wholesaling because this is another story. I get the question all the time, Anthony, and maybe you've heard this to yourself is, no, why would anyone ever sell their house at a discount? How many times have you heard that? Like. We hear this all the time. And this is all like, 
this is, I think, even a better story than like our traditional stories of people that maybe need to move out quick or they're moving out of state and they have to move in a week and a traditional listing isn't going to happen because they need to move in seven days. But this is a person that had all the time in the world. Sounds like they had plenty of money to do whatever they want to do with it. But yet they went with convenient. They went with speed and they're willing to give the, give you the price that you wanted, which is absolutely awesome. And ultimately, did you think at the beginning you were going to get $55,000 or are you just shooting for no and just like, Hey, I'm going to go for as high as I can get and then see what happens. Yeah. I, I had no idea we'd come anywhere near that. I mean, it was just, uh, it was just a true blessing for me and my family. And, um, you know, really never would have been possible without the guidance I, I have received from you guys to this point. So it's just been a true blessing. Anthony, you are the man. And I can tell by like kind of just your voice, You've got a good voice, a good character about you to just go out and you probably build good rapport. You become their friend. You talk to them. And it's so key. And I can just from listening to you, how you're talking on this podcast, I can see that in all areas of your life where you're probably just going out there and you're really good at building a relationship of trust sitting down with them and ultimately you came up with a win-win situation where they were able to get rid of their house like they want to get rid of it and you were able to make a good amount of money and ultimately I'm assuming your wife is no longer working at work nowadays. <laughs> no, no, she she did quit and um I'm happy to say she's at home with the kids uh cooking us great dinners and just, you know, really, you know, giving the kids what they deserve and it's it's been great for the whole family. That's awesome. How long has she been able to be home? as you've done wholesaling? She's been off now for four months with the kids full time. Four months. This is, I don't know, this is probably one of my favorite things about wholesaling is how fast like you and your wife sat down, you put together your goals, your dreams of what you want and how fast wholesaling has been able to help you accomplish that. It's not like it's a five-year plan or a 10-year plan or a one-year plan for that matter. Two short months after you start, your wife is now at home full time because it happened that quick. That's what I love about wholesaling. I was able to do little goals that me and my wife set pretty quick. Some of them were like goals that if I was stealing insurance, it would have been maybe 10 years down the road. And I was able to do it in a fraction of the time and maybe six months because of wholesaling. And there's just so many options with wholesaling that allow you to live the life that you want to live and on the terms that you want to live and and really accomplish those goals at a quick, quick speed, which this is absolutely impressive. Two months after you sit down and have that conversation, she's at home doing what she wants to do and being an incredible mom. So that's absolutely awesome. Yeah, yeah it's been great. It's been, it's been really a blessing. And, uh, and really, Cody, like I said, I mean, I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of what I can do with this business in a short amount of time. I mean, I really feel like I'm only doing maybe like one tenth of what's really taught in the course <laughs> and all the different things that you can do, all the different lists that you can you can go after. And, and there's just so much, there's so many people that you can help in this business. And um, it's just a matter of putting in the time, getting in front of enough people. And I think, you know, you're going to get a deal. It's just a matter of time. Well, I can tell you, yes, there's a lot you can do because, and I say this with a smile, I hope you didn't take that bad. I'm saying that because, you're doing 10 hours a week to, to get the return that you're getting. That's incredible. 
And that just kind of makes you look at it as what could 20 hours a week do? What could 30 hours a week do? What could an extra five hours a week yeah. do? And right, right. and there's so many marketing channels. You you said you're only hitting one of the nine lists that we talk about. You're hitting one. So there's eight more lists right. for you to absolutely dominate and capitalize with. So that's that's absolutely awesome. You're inspiring, you're helping people that are listening to this right now that are thinking, how do I do this? How do I, how do I get past this nine to five? Or can I do this doing 10 hours a week? Well, here's living proof, guys. You can do this if you have 10 hours a week. So that's awesome stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, it can be done. It's just, it's just a matter of having the right knowledge. I mean, if, if you guys, you know, you really just need to get, you know, a coach that can really teach you this stuff. Um, it can be learned quickly. It's not, it's not rocket science. It's just having the right people around you that can teach you what you need to know to do this business. And, um, just being around the tribe, the coaching calls every week, you know, it's just, the information is invaluable. Man. So, 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 so true. What if, like, if you had to start all over again, if you were starting right from square one and we have a ton of listeners that are at square one right now that are brand new to this, some, maybe even the first time listening to this podcast, what gold nugget of advice, if you could say one thing that if you were starting all over again, start right at ground one, what would you say would be the best piece of advice that you could give them? I would say, you know, getting a coach was the best, the best decision I made, you know, just getting around the right people, joining the tribe was, was just a great decision for me. Um, the other thing I would say too, is just really following the instructions step-by-step, step. you know, in the beginning, I, I thought that I could do you know, bandit signs and I could just kind of do this and that and, and just kind of put something together. But once I committed myself to some goals and just really committed myself to a mailing schedule of just consistently sending out mailers, consistently going on appointments, um, that's when things started to pick up and I started to really bring in some revenue. You know, just, just really following the step-by-step process that, that's laid out in the, in the coaching program, that's been the key for me. That's phenomenal. Now you said you touched on something that's uh that's key, and I I I probably should say this more because it's that crucial. Is over and above just the the instruction that you'd receive. The key thing is surround yourself with people that are better than you, people that are already at the level or at the destination that you want to be at. And so the power is not for say just the coaching, but man, I would put our tribe, our community up against any tribe, any community, because we're all such go-givers. And I know when you say that, what you mean, just because I'm part of it. I love it. And I love the fact that it's probably more than just me and me and Tom. I bet you've had multiple times through the forum or through the group coach calls that you're listening to the tribe members build you up and, and make you better and help you stay on track. And literally, the, I can't tell you how important listeners that it is to surround yourself with people that are better than you. Uh, Jim Rohn says you're the the average or the sum of the five closest individuals you hang out with, but not just hanging out with five people that also want to wholesale or also, if you want to be spiritual, that also want to be spiritual. It's saying, go hang out with five people that are already at the destination you want to be at. Go hang out with those individuals and then watch how quick you become them because you start to live the way they live. You start to do the things that they do and you can only become what they are because you're doing exactly what they're doing. Oh yeah, so true, Cody. I mean, there's there's been so many tribe members that have been helpful throughout the process. I mean, Daryl Patterson's right here in Pittsburgh with me. He does he does a phenomenal job. He 
he's killing it. And he's been very helpful as far as how to find an attorney, who to close with, just different things. I mean, just total go-giver, you know, so many people like that in the tribe and, you know, just listening to the coaching calls every week. You know, I listen to each one of them two or three times. I gain more knowledge every time I learn from those guys. And uh, the tribe is amazing. I mean, everybody's trying to help each other out. So it's really a great community that we have set up here. I love it. What about a book? I know you're a reader. What would be your number one book if you could throw out one book to our listeners that they would say, hey, go out and pick this up and this is the reason why? I would say The Go-Giver for sure. The Go-Giver, Brent Daniels' favorite. And I love that book, but Brent Daniels, he reads that book weekly, which I think is impressive. What is it that you like in The Go-Giver that uh, really resonated with you? I think it's just really about helping people around you, you know, not always being about what you can get out of a deal but also trying to help that seller out of their situation. I mean, I just did a closing today and, and the, the, the seller was just so happy that, you know, they got my card and it, the timing was right for them. You know, everything worked out great with, with what they had going on in their life. And um, to walk away from that deal, you know, they got a check for 6,500. I got a check for 6,500 and, and everybody won. So it was just, it was just a great situation. I mean, you're not, you're not always out for yourself. You're trying to, to help these people out and, and you can do a lot of good in this business. That's the byproduct is a good payday is just go out there, serve individuals, love them, help them through what they're trying to go through, help them solve and be a solution to their situation. And the byproduct always is, is you can get paid for it. So yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. Well, Anthony, my man, I appreciate you so much for being on the podcast today. I know you are going to get off and go right back to constructing homes and uh, being part of that, as well as doing some wholesaling on the side. Thank you so much, though, for taking uh, a piece of your day away to uh, pour into Rhino Nation and inspire them and build them up and letting them know that they can do this. Absolutely, Cody. Anytime. It's been an honor to, to talk to you today. Thank you. Thank you. You go out there and take massive action, my friend. And I know it won't be long before you're sharing with me uh, <laughs> some more of your closes as you already have two more closing in the next couple of weeks for 25,000, which is super impressive. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Cody. You're so, so very welcome. Thanks for joining us. And for you, Rhino Nation, thank you for joining us. It truly is an honor to have you guys with us each and every time on this podcast. It's for you guys that we do this. Hopefully, you've pulled down some gold nuggets. Hopefully, you've jotted down things that stood out to you that you can implement instantly today so that you can go out and crush it in your wholesaling business so you can get one step closer to your next deal. There was so many good gold nuggets, so much value in this podcast that I would tell you right now, download it and re-listen to it over and over again. This is for you. These are for you that are working the nine to five. You can do this. I know you can. And uh, as you implement the things that Anthony talked about, you will do your first deal and it will be huge. It will be life-changing. If you really want us to help you as well, if you want us to step in and help you build this wholesaling business, go out to wholesalinginc.com. That's wholesalinginc.com. And you can book a call with our team. And if we like what you have to say, we just might invite you to be part of the tribe. Until next time, Rhino Nation, take care and we'll see you on the next podcast. See you later. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.